Say Bricks and Tight! 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 Students, we're here for one reason. One reason only. It demand that this government overturn its reckless and short-sighted decision to close courses here at Richmond College, Equine Studies. So I won't do much talking. I know it's Annette Bennett and I've worked for the Teachers Federation. I'm an organiser. We represent the teachers here who will be losing their jobs. Um, but we also acknowledge that students across not only uh, the Hawkesbury, but across New South Wales, Australia and even international students will not have the capacity to um, come here to a safe, controlled environment and learn how to ride uh, with consummate professional teachers. If, if this plan goes ahead, we are going to fight this one. So I'd like to introduce first uh, Susan Templeman, who's the member for Macquarie. She's a Labor member for Macquarie and she just wants to have a word uh, about this proposal. <laughs> and uh, look, I echo the acknowledgement this, that this land was and always will be Aboriginal land and pay my respects to Elders past and emerging. We are all here because for, for various, in various ways, a decision that's been made at somewhere way away from the Hawkesbury has a profound impact on the teachers who have taught professionally here for so many years, for the students who rely on this course, for past students who know how it has made their careers in the equine industry, and also for the industry that is one of the pillars of the economy in the Hawkesbury, whether it's show jumping and dressage, the performance horses, whether it's the racing industry, whether it's the polo, this is a place where people can come and learn how to stay safe in an industry which every single horse person here says to me is so potentially dangerous because we're dealing with extraordinary animals who have extraordinary power and people need to know how to be safe around them and how to treat them with respect. Now I know that that's what this course has been, these courses at TAFE have been doing and it's, it worries me deeply that we see this not just as something about a group of courses going, but at a TAFE being undermined. The equine programs here have been so highly prized by this community. And yet, as we've seen, death by a thousand cuts to TAFE, and this is yet another one for Richmond TAFE. And this TAFE is too important for this community to lose. So it's not only that though, it's the overall economic impact for the Hawkesbury. And I plead with people to have, have your say about this, to let the New South Wales government know that it is not good enough for anybody who cares about our equine industry to sit back and let this happen. And I congratulate all of you here today for standing up for something that is just right and fair. And we will not give up on this. We will keep trying. And today is a really significant step to do that. So thank you for being here. Thanks, Annette, for the work you're doing. Thanks, Susan. I, I probably should have acknowledged a whole lot of people here, like TAFE Teachers Federation, uh, my colleague from State Parliament, Tim, uh, but let's let them do the talking. Yes. <laughs> so on that note, I'll introduce uh, next up the uh, Labor Shadow Minister for TAFE, uh, Tim Crackenthorpe. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Annette, and uh, thanks very much for inviting me here today. Uh, I too would like to pay my respects 
uh, to the local Indigenous people, to their ancestors past and present, and to emerging leaders. Look, it is absolutely outrageous what this government is doing at present. And you know, this is what they do all over the state. This is what they've been doing for 10 years. Unfortunately, it stems from a real belief by this government that public education should not have a role in TAFE. This government believes that uh, vocational education should primarily be private. And the evidence is there. They've been in for over 10 years. We've seen enrolments go down by 150,000. We've seen apprentices half. We've seen over 5,500 teachers and staff being sacked. And that leads to incredibly difficult enrolment processes, which means people don't get enrolled, which means the course numbers do go down, which means the government then says, well, there's no one, uh, there's no one going to these courses, there's no one going to these campuses, we might just have to sell it off. And that's why they've sold 14 campuses. That's why they might sell off part of this. That's why they sold Scone Tape, which was absolutely devastating for the people of Newcastle and the Hunter and the industry uh, up our way. So here I am and I'm, I'm very distressed because what I can see here is something quite similar happening. So I also want to pay tribute to um, all the students here today, uh, the mums I've had a good chat during summer when she first started, um, a shy young woman who certainly wouldn't be going up to Scone, who had the support of wonderful teachers, uh, and she, she's now yeah, doing wonderful work in the industry, and she's not the only one. Uh, she simply wouldn't have that opportunity if these courses weren't run here. We all know how passionate the students are, and everyone knows how passionate the teachers are. And I've just been talking to, sorry, this gentleman here who um, has been in tape running a financial sector before it was all chopped up, when it was this particular region who said, you know, this TAFE in particular brought in quite a lot of money to TAFE New South Wales, to the state government, yet here we are today and they're looking to cut courses. It's an absolute disgrace. But I'll leave it at that. I know Phil wants to talk uh, as well, so... Yes, so I'll introduce uh, Phil Chadwick. Uh, Phil Chadwick is the Deputy Secretary Post Schools for the New South Wales Teachers Federation. Thanks, Phil. Thank you, Annette. Uh, I too would like to just uh, acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we meet. Can I just thank everybody, the teachers, the people of the community, the, the horse um, enthusiasts that are out here today. I'm sure we all share our disbelief with what's going on here at uh, Richmond Tate. Um, look, I can start by saying that TAFE is an absolute national treasure uh, in Australia. Um, our critics in the government will criticise us for standing up against their dreadful decisions and they will say that we are talking down TAFE. Now, I can assure you that is couldn't be any further from the truth. We're not here to talk down TAFE, we're here to talk TAFE up and we're here to hold this New South Wales government, this dreadful, shameless New South Wales government accountable for the shocking decisions that they are making. Now, the new minister, Alastair Henskins, he should be ashamed of himself. He's only been in the job a month, but he's hit the ground running. He's hit the ground running by basically making it almost impossible for some students to enrol. And the first cab off the rank is to close equine uh, studies here at Richmond 
uh, college. Now, it was only 12 months ago that we were standing out in front of Scone Tafe. And Scone was an absolute, absolute treasure. It was 18 hectares of prize uh, Tafe College in the middle of thoroughbred racing um, industry land at Scone. And it was sold off for less than replacement cost to racing New South Wales. Now, what's going on here at Richmond almost exactly mirrors exactly the process of what went on in Scone. Now, what TAFE New South Wales are claiming, their senior managers are claiming that the enrolments here have been on the decline, that they've been, uh, there's, it's not economically viable to maintain the course here. They said exactly the same thing about Scone just before they sold it to Racing New South Wales. Now, Racing New South Wales used to have uh, a partnership here at um, uh, Richmond College, but unfortunately that partnership ended. Now, what we're seeing the Minister coming out and making comments that if we close the equine course here, we can hand that over to a private RTO. Now, we all know how private RTOs respond uh, and what a great job they've been doing in the last couple of years. Now, what you have to ask yourself is why is enrolments dropping? Now, currently, every course in New South Wales is having difficulties enrolling, but what happened six years ago? Six years ago, the New South Wales government introduced a funding model called Smart and Skill. What a contradiction in terms that is. What basically happens is TAFE New South Wales has to compete with private providers for every cent. What it's done to the TAFE funding, the TAFE funding has flatlined and in real terms gone backwards. We now get $40 million a year less than what we did in 2012 to provide such vital courses for the community as what happens here at Richmond TAFE. Now, what Richmond TAFE is all about it's about providing local people, local training, so they can work in local industries. Now, should this course, should this proposal go ahead, what will happen, students such as Montana, who have acquired her hopes and dreams to get a job in the uh, horse industry, students such as Montana are now gonna have to travel up to Scone Tafe. That's like a four hour drive. How is that possibly gonna be um, able for students such as Montana who don't have a car, don't have a driver's licence at that point, how are they supposed to um, get their way to Scone? It's an absolute disgrace. What basically happens here is the New South Wales government is killing off the hopes, the dreams and the aspirations of people in the Hawkesbury area and the people of the Hawkesbury area need to do something about it and they need to tell the government this is just not good enough. We deserve better. Thank you for your time. Do you mind if I say your words as a trainer yeah, from Hawkesbury? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I'm a trainer at Hawkesbury and Montana was actually employed by me for some time. Um, I've had a number of students come through the tape that have been employed by myself and other members of the racing community at Hawkesbury. And they are not only um, well educated, well spoken, they understand the industry, they understand their, uh, their times and their, their skills that are required for our industry and they're absolutely not being taught them anywhere else. You know, if you try to speak to a trainer or get a job in a metropolitan area, the horses are too hard, the, the tracks are too busy, people are just not able to learn on the job. A, a vital facility like this will leave a gaping hole within our industry and especially for trainers at Hawkesbury who are the, the people who employ these students. And for us to have been threatened with losing this, it's hard enough to get staff as it is without losing where they get trained. It's a disgrace. Well Very unfortunate. Well
mark my words, if, if this facility goes, there will, and, and students are forced, trainees are forced to learn on the job, there will be accidents or worse. Mark my word. So on that note, can I just call on uh, Montana, Michelle and Brianna to come forward and, to, and say why this course has meant so much to them, just at their words. Well, at least come and stand here and yeah, well, let's get a photo let's, here. Let's have a photo. Come, come grab a photo. Michelle, would you like to say a few words? Yeah, I do. Yeah, so go ahead, Michelle. Um, my name is Michelle from Forest Um I've been at this TAFE for about four years, learning all my courses. It would be a very um, shame um, this course is getting, course is getting closed down. Um, now I have to go to Goulburn to do my course. Um, yeah, so it's really bad news for the staff and the um, students are losing this F1. And I reckon it should be, I reckon it should stay where it is. Well, they didn't say that in such <laughs> words, but I presume that's what it is. Um, yeah, Brown is a competitive rider. She um, rides dressage. She actually trains other people's horses um, for people that can't ride at the moment and need their horse exercise. Um, some difficult horses as well. She's also bringing up a couple of thoroughbreds off the track, um, which she hopes to compete dressage with later in the year. Um, once they're more educated, so yeah, it's quite a sad situation for her, but yeah, hopefully find something else. <laughs> Good. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Now 
as I said, we'll fight this to the end. So um, thanks. Is and anyone actually, yes, uh, I've got apologies today from Lindy Maurice, who runs the Thoroughbred Industry Careers Program. And, and she's told me it's devastating for that program if this goes through. Uh, Darren Beegman, uh, Melbourne Cup jockey, has also sent his apologies. Uh, he's in isolation because of co a close COVID case. Um, but uh, not to be, not to be um, saying that this wonderful woman is anything less than an industry spokesman than Darren Beedman, but Tara Vinero, who is well known in the community for her family's uh, racing interests and the hard work they've done throughout the community. Tara has been key to me understanding what the impact on this community, this industry and this economy is. So Tara, if you're happy to say so I, my husband and I, we train out at Hawkesbury, so we have loved to have this local training facility here. We have had staff come in from, from the Tate and get going because they've got their into them and you can throw them straight in. They still need more work and being in the stable, but it makes everything so much easier. But the hard work's been done, basically. And I sort of think about the local kids. If you want to work in the industry, where do you go to get trained if you live in the suburbs around Sydney, if you don't come from a rural setting, if you don't have access to horses? Where, where do you go? You go here. You go here. So we still need this to, to stay open. And another thing, if we're going to look after industries, we have to look after them from the grassroots. That's, you know, yeah, the yeah. training needs to come up and that's how industries thrive. So, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you from the heart and so eloquently, we will keep fighting this. Uh, we need to send a clear message to this government. Alistair Henskins, the minister for TAFE, send him a clear message that we won't stand for this. We're going to fight this to the end. And it's about time governments saw the value in TAFE, not as a cost, not, it's an investment for every dollar invested in TAFE. And yes, this is a, a more expensive course than say putting a, some kids in front of a computer. Uh, but for every dollar that's invested, $16 is returned into the economy. Can I so, just help you out at that point there? We sure. might have a really expensive course here, it might be one of the most expensive courses that you have, but you've got to think about what the revenue that racing puts back into the community. Exactly. We are just putting so much money through punch turnover and all of those sorts of things that racing brings, all of the subsidiary things that carry that carry along with racing, veterinary barrier and all of that sort of stuff. You're taking away our employees and our staff that are to populate our industry. Where's your punch turner going to come over from? If we're not going to be able to get our horses exercised, you're not going to have anything to bet on. And that is a real hole in your economy. Yes, absolutely. It is a multi, multi-million dollar industry and especially here in um, Street. So thanks. Thank you again. And uh, let's keep up the fight. Save Richmond Tate! 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 The Pulse of the Hawkesbury. Pulse 89.9.